Welcome to Life Reimagined, Making the Impossible Possible. My name is Catherine Lucadu, and my beautiful co-host is... Chrissy May. Each week, we give you an inspiring message or person to help you create a life reimagined. And if you feel inspired by today... Please share with a few friends, share it on social media. And if this is your first time here, welcome. And please subscribe. Let us know how we're doing on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And, you know, just thanks for spending some time with us today. Let's get started. So here we are. It's Friday. And, you know, when you're live, anything happens on Friday. As always. Yes. Yes. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I have a guilty pleasure going on today in this cup. Um, So here's a little background. So after I had my open heart surgery, I could not have caffeine, chocolate, anything that um, was caffeinated or highly sugared would make my heart race like to 150 beats per minute, which is just way too fast. So no coffee, nothing like that, but I love the smell of it. So during the pandemic, I was like, no, I'm going to be a badass. I'm going to start drinking coffee. (laughs) So I drink this watered down version of coffee, but it's really good. I had a second office in Muskoka, which is sort of like the, um, the playground of the rich and famous we say here in Canada, because it's, we have a lot of um, celebrities who have cottages on these beautiful lakes there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's actually a coffee company up there called Muskoka Lakes Coffee. And I found this coffee that's maple flavored, but no sugar, just it's infused with maple syrup, you know, the Canadian maple syrup. <laughs> so I've been drinking that watered down. Yesterday, I found this little almond milk, um, which is just for coffee and it's with cane sugar and it's flavored with maple. And I put it in this morning and I was like, this is heaven. So great day, way to start off a Friday. I love it. Well, I'm sitting here with my decaffeinated green tea with my good morning sunshine mug. So so much. Well, cheers. cheers. So today is a subject that I really find interesting because, um, you know, who... Who hasn't dimmed their light or, you know, lowered their flame in order not to stand out for whatever reason? And who hasn't played small? Again, so many reasons which we can kind of dive into today. But I thought, you know, what a great subject and topic to talk about, because you know, even if you go back to your childhood Mm -hmm. and what you've done since then. I think at some point you have dimmed your light to make someone feel better or so that you wouldn't stand out or played small for so many reasons. So I would love to hear, you know, do you have something that you can recall in your life where you really can sit back and say, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Uh, All my relationships (laughs) dim my light. So, you know, I, I believe that we were all born to be great before all the programming began. You know, we were brought into this world to be, we're all great. We're all pure, amazing humans. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, from a young, like you mentioned your childhood, that's when it really starts, you know, and hopefully you were raised in a good loving family, but not everybody had that luxury growing up. And so it really stems from that early on that onset of childhood, which, Mm -hmm the programming started to begin. And 
there's, I, I just believe there's no excuse as we, you know, come into young adulthood, you know, we all have the ability, regardless of our past situations, to take control and rewrite that narrative. And so there's no excuse. I don't care, you know, how horrible your story was. It's up to you to take control and start creating a new path and a new mindset. And so, you know, I, I started the whole personal growth transformation journey in my later teen years, and it's just evolved over the years. And more importantly, over the last couple of years has really transformed into so a different direction. That's interesting. Cause that's really young. Mm-hmm. And I, if, if I were to think back, you know, late high school, even I doubt that I was even, my mind was even going in that direction. So do you remember like what got you on that path or that journey of personal growth? Cause I think, you know, so many people maybe intrinsically they've thought about, you know, how do I make that better? But the idea of personal growth, and maybe if I work on this, you know, life will change in this way. I don't think even happens maybe to late twenties, thirties, maybe even forties or fifties. So what got you started on it so early? my mom. And so, you know, I remember waking up every morning and she would say, rise and shine. It's a beautiful day outside, you know, and growing up in this, you know, suburbia Chicago, it wasn't always a beautiful day. Obviously there were gray skies for a long period of time, but she would always set that tone while we were getting ready to go to school. Mm. And so that really kind of set the tone for everything. And then when I got uh, deeper into skating and competing uh, as much as I did, mindset became a very integral part of my training. And so it's like any sport, you know, the the stronger the mind, the stronger you're going to be as a competitor. Mm -hmm. And so that's where that other part of it really started playing a big, a big role in my life. So I remember 18, 19, 20 is when I started really looking into and reading books on all the great motivational speakers and teachers and, and also just trying to understand my own ways. I was always curious as why, why did I do what I did? You know, why was I the quote unquote ham in our family? I'm I'm a middle child. I have an older brother and a younger sister. And, you know, they were kind of the quiet ones, but I was always just putting on skits and plays and, you know, obviously seeking attention. And so I was just very fascinated by, you know, what was it about me that was acting that way? Mm-hmm. And um, I ultimately learned later in life that I was a, you know, a people pleaser and everything else and always putting myself second, last, uh, taking care of everybody else first. And so dimming my light in playing small was a big part of growing up in order to make sure everybody else was happy. That's all I cared about. Yes. Yes. And you know, that's interesting. Cause I think that, um, a lot of the people pleasing starts as children. You know, we want to please our parents. We want to please the teacher. We want to, you know, please our friends to a certain degree. You know, we don't want to have a fight with them or, you know, so-and-so like so-and-so. I remember um, I for, for my first two years of high school, I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. The uniforms, the nuns, the whole bit. And there was this French teacher and I was in French immersion and I had been in French immersion since grade five and I was now in grade nine. So I'm sitting in this class and I was never a student who was disruptive. I was never the like, you know, I 
I had a, a strict Greek father. I would never, you know, be anything but disrespect. I would never be disrespectful to a teacher. So I remember I go into this class and I'm sitting there as I always have quite quiet in the back. And, you know, I put my hand up and I gave an answer. And this teacher looked at me and she's like, well, wasn't that a stupid answer, Catherine? And I was like, I was horrified, you know, grade nine in high school. Um, And I remember a couple of other times I would do the same thing. And she would actually say to me, oh, are you about to give us another stupid answer? And after that, I just said, "Okay, well, I I can't do this anymore. So, you know, you kind of just start to shrink back in your chair and you just don't open your mouth again. And what I found is I actually never wanted to speak French after that class ever. And my aunt is French Canadian and her parents would come on holiday. I would not want to speak to them because that woman was, you know, still in my ear. So I think when we start dimming our light, um, you know, it happens for so many different reasons, you know, and whether it's to, to please someone so that, you know, we look, um, you know, we look perfect in someone's eyes or we're trying to please a teacher or, you know, like you said, in relationships, Mm -hmm. trying to be. And and I think this would be a really and I'm fast forwarding now to our next episode. But I think the idea of perfection Mm -hmm. um, is something that so many people strive for but it doesn't exist. I was just going to say it's, it doesn't exist. And I have yet to meet one person (laughs) that has a perfect relationship or perfect life. Yeah. And I've also found that as I get older, you know, and you're thinking about other people's opinions and I think social media has really just enhanced all of that. Um, Sometimes you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, people like this version of me, But will they like that version of me if I really show who I really am, if I'm really authentic, like everyone is, you know, saying now there's this thing out there where, you know, be your true self, you know, be authentic. But I don't know that anyone or actually not anyone. I don't know that that many people know what their authentic self is anymore. And I know when I was thinking back over the last couple of years, you know, do I like the space that I'm in? And is this the path that I want to go down? And am is what I'm doing now leading me to where I want to be? And when, when I started thinking about that, I realized that I had built myself into a box, a box that would please agents, a box that would please the real estate council, a box that would please uh, the community I live in, right? Don't be too loud because Mm -hmm. then people have something to say about you, but don't be too quiet because then they, you know, then they'll walk (laughs) all over you and it's don't be this and don't be that. (laughs) And, but yet we're telling people to be their authentic self Mm -hmm. and, you know, don't dim your light, shine bright. But what does that mean for so many people? And how do they go back to finding that? What have you found has worked? I know what I started doing, but what what did you find that worked for you? In order to lead and just start just, you know, unleashing my sunshine and just being who I was. Because you know, you're dimming when you're dimming yourself. I do believe because it doesn't feel natural. Right. Oh, it doesn't. Toning yourself down and holding yourself back. Well, and it's like you just said right now, it's a feeling, you know, when you're not 
who you truly are, you know, and my biggest thing, I think we said this last episode is who are you surrounding yourself with? Mm. If you're, if you're in a circle of influence that is safe, that, that celebrates who you are as a human, then you are in alignment and you're around who you're supposed to be because there's no hiding that there's no dimming it. And those people they want you to be who you are. They want to scream at the top of the mountains. You know how amazing you are. I know my group of girlfriends, we are all about that. You know, they are just so special and unique in their own way. Uh, you included. And I just, I can't sing enough praises of my, my circle because they're so wonderful. And I and think when you're with the right important. people, yeah. they'll call you out on it. Oh yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Oh no, no, I don't, I think you should go and do this, which is even, you know, a bigger step because they're not afraid of you shining. Sure. And in such a supportive and loving way, you know, you don't take it personally. You understand that we're all here to, to just support each other in our journey. And bring out the best of each other. So mm -hmm. circle of influence is the most important. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's hard when you, when you include spouses, family members, uh, colleagues that you have to work business partners, yeah. they may not all be in that same energy and alignment. So you have to navigate it accordingly. Yeah. It's so true. When do you feel like you decided that it really didn't matter if other people felt like you were over not overshadowing, but just maybe shining too bright <laughs> or because I feel like there's a time that comes and I can remember in real estate when mine was um, for me, it was when I started doing video and I was doing it before anyone else was doing it, you know, in this area, in, in most areas on the Internet, even. And my remember the first few videos, it was like, oh, saw your video. He kind of looked ridiculous. <laughs> Who does like, she think oh. she is? Who does she think she is yes. in video? Oh gosh, well, Catherine. And, and, but they were actually saying, well, don't you feel ridiculous? Like <laughs> telling me how I should feel. I was kind of like, well, I didn't until now, <laughs> but, and, and I actually pulled back. I didn't do any other videos for three months, mm -hmm. but then, you know, I had the coach, our coach, uh, John Cheplak, and I had made a commitment that I was going to do video, the number of videos I was going to do, whether it was four or five a month back then. And I was committed for 12 months. So am I giving up my commitment because a few people over here have some comments to make about it? I didn't understand why they were making the comments other than they were kind of being nasty. Mm -hmm. I now understand why people make those sure. comments because it scares them to do video. Mm -hmm. So why would you be doing it? But, you know, when I got back on the video wagon, let's call it, and I started doing it again, that's where I kind of, I, I took back my authenticity saying, no, but this is what I want to do. And this is a commitment that I made and I'm going to keep doing it. And when you can do that once, and then you can do it twice, and then you keep doing that, that's where that shine starts to come back again. And you're not worried about dimming your light. No, what you're doing is you're transcending self-doubt and you're building self-confidence. And that is the way to get there to where the opinions of others do not matter. 
They really don't. And that's how I got to where I became because I literally got to a point where I was like, I don't care. People are going to talk about me, whether I'm playing small or playing big. So I would rather show up and play big and love my life every single day through the peaks and valleys of it all, you know, and it's just, it really is a mindset. Uh, But more importantly, it's, focusing on yourself and building that self-confidence and showing up for yourself and keeping the promises you make to yourself. Yeah. And that's how you build self-confidence. And that's how you get to a point where you just know this is your mission and you're going to live it no matter what. Yeah. What about, um, you know, as you have gotten older and you're in rooms with people who maybe are doing better than you, or, you know, they are like, it feels like they're eons ahead in their business. Um, How have you managed not to dim your light when you're in rooms like that, where you feel intimidated and, you know, actually it's different. Sorry to interrupt you. It's different actually. So when you asked me that question, the first thing that came to my mind is that's where I shine more because they are leading and they're already at a place that I'm striving to become. So for me personally, it's inspiring. I get so inspired when I'm in a room of people that are wildly successful and they've done work, they've accomplished what I want to accomplish. So I actually, they lift me up. Yes. It's the opposite for me. So if I'm in a room where, uh, you know, at a seminar or whatever it may be, where people are still in that negative pool of self-talk, you know, they play the victim over and over of why they're at where they're at in their life. Woe is me, all this stuff. Um, I, I do see sometimes, you know, if I'm not in a role of inspiring them, I'm bringing myself back to meet them where they're at right. to where now it's like, we're both comfy here. You don't need to feel threatened by me. So I do see that happening a lot. Um, when I've been in those circumstances yes, where I don't understand their thought process, but I'm trying to meet them to where they're at. And right. so it's really interesting, but I don't, I don't put myself in those situations really anymore. And, so. and that's interesting because that's how I've been. And I think that's where that, you know, the, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I've been as much as it felt uncomfortable being in those rooms, you know, when people would turn to me and then say, Oh, hi, you know, nice to meet you. Who are you? I'm like, I'm a human sponge. I am here to learn. That's who I am. Right. <laughs> you know, because that's why I'm there. I know where I'm going. I'm going, I'm not going to go to a room where, where maybe I know what everyone else knows in the room. Cause I'm not going to grow in that room. I want to be in the room that makes me uncomfortable. And I, and what I've learned over the years is the more I uncomfortable, I feel when I'm traveling to that place where I'm going to attend that, or I'm, I'm, you know, walking in the door, the more uncomfortable my stomach feels, Oh, I know it's going to be a good day <laughs> because it means that I am literally pushing myself. You know, these memes you see on, 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 on social media. And you have these two circles of the comfort zone and the magic that happens. You can literally feel yourself being pushed out of that comfort zone into that magical place. You just don't know what's going to happen there. And you don't have to. Well, and to add to that, that's perfect example of starting this podcast. 
You know, I didn't have the right setup at first. Remember we talked about this and it was, there's so much going on in my life day to day with, you know, now a second location in the business and real estate and all this stuff. Could I really add this to it as well? Mm -hmm. And you find space for what's important to you. And it didn't matter that I don't have the perfect podcast set up. It didn't matter that I wasn't, I tend to get I, you know, too prepared where I don't release stuff because it's not perfect. Yes. Uh, What is that paralysis of analysis? Yes. And so this was the best thing. I just went, let's just go, let's just start. And we're going to evolve and we're going to grow and we're going to change it as we go. And, and it's at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about serving others. And, and, and when you look at it with that set, with that lens, everything else is, it doesn't mean anything. Yes. You know, because that's not the point of it. The point is to serve and to add value. And it's so true. Um, You know, I'm going to go back to video because I find that I have learned the most in this video uh, journey that I've been on over six years. And I think the reason why is because when you have to look at yourself back again on a screen and you hear the way you sound and you can see what you look like. And there were days when I was doing a video with pneumonia and I had sunglasses on, I was like, Oh my God. But I said, I would do it because if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And I remember that period where I was feeling uncomfortable doing the video because people were talking and I was receiving you know, I would get comments on my videos. Your lighting isn't very good. Your sound isn't very good. Why are you holding your phone in your hand? And it was because I needed backup sound, but what people, people are very quick to judge, right? It's a sort of a judgmental society. And I I looked back and a video that I did that I forced myself to do because I said I would do them. I watched it and I toned myself down and I did it in my office and I almost looked depressed doing this video. And it's no wonder very few people actually watched it because you could see that my energy was gone Mm -hmm. because I was trying to hold back what I naturally am. You know, I also had someone comment that I talked too much with my hands. And so I remember doing a video where I wouldn't move my hands. I thought I was going to die without talking with my hands. (laughs) But, you know, this is the problem is that when it feels unnatural, it means you are holding yourself back. Mm -hmm. And I think that so many people ignore those feelings that they have inside. They're ignoring them. They're pushing them back. Mm -hmm. And I think the same goes for relationships. I think the same goes for marriages where you can almost, if you, let's say that you're on a different growth trajectory than maybe your husband, that they're very happy where they are Mm -hmm. or vice versa. The husband is and the wife isn't. I find that you can get yourself into a situation where um, you don't want to upset the balance, you know, or you, you have really invested in personal growth and attending things like that. And, you know, they're quite happy as they are. I think there's the idea that everyone has to be growing equally Mm. and that doesn't really exist. And I even had to learn this, that it's okay for me to want to do these things and it's okay for them to not be there yet. If they don't want to, that's okay. You know, or it's okay. If you both don't want to do the same thing at the weekend, it's okay for one person to want to go ahead and do what they want to do. And the other person goes and does what they want. It doesn't mean anything, but I think it's all these preconceived ideas of what's right. Right. 
and how it's supposed to be and the expectations that society has of, well, what do you mean you're off going to conferences and and your husband is home working? And, you know, th- this I had to unlearn all of these. I'm going to call them stereotypes of how things are supposed to be, mm-hmm. because there is no supposed to be. I realized. No, and it's letting go of expectations, too. I found that really helps navigate the whole process so much more seamlessly. Um, but you're right about growing at different times. You know, I can look at my own relationship and where that there were growth, you know, sparks at different times for each mm-hmm. of us. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that because many times you need to be, be the leader to pick the other one up if they're going through a funk and vice versa. Yes. And yes. it doesn't have to be this picture perfect, you know, power couple, you know, that people talk about it's, it's life and you're doing life together and you're each other's biggest cheerleader. That's the most important part of it. It's so true. Um, you know, I found, uh, I found this article, um, or it was a podcast. I'm not sure, but they were talking about all the ways that you play small in life. And one of the first things that it said was not knowing your goals And I think that's really, really true, because if you actually don't know the destination that you want to go, then I think you wake up most days feeling kind of lost. You know, what do I do today? And then you shrink back because when people start asking you, oh, well, what's your goal for this year? And, you know, you kind of shrink a little more when you don't have that clarity of what you want in life Mm -hmm. um, or in business. I think that's another reason why people's light is dimmed because inside it feels dim. You don't really know what you want. You don't know what direction you want to go. Or, you know, another question I ask people is how do you want to feel a year from now? Like, what does that feel like? You know, it's great having success, but how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel busy? Do you want to feel happy? Do you want to feel accomplished? Do you want to feel fulfilled? What feeling do you want associated with that success that you're looking for? And then the most important thing is to take action and start showing up as that. So if you want to be a happy person, don't put yourself in situations or make choices that aren't going to make you happy. See, I I feel like it's just so easy and it's so simple that people overcomplicate it. You know, if I want to feel a certain way and achieve X, Y, and Z by next month, I know I have to stay focused on right here where it's going to take me. And I can't do these things over here. that are going to distract me and take me away from my, my goal and my vision. It's, you know, I, it just people complicated. It's not that complicated. And if, if it's, if you come across with excuses after excuses, I take a deep look at what is your, what is your daily, you know, routine look like? Who are the people you surround yourself with and what are the choices you're currently making to add or take away from, of that goal? Well, and I think that's maybe a really great place to go next is um, (laughs) the excuses. Like I almost call it like the excuse treadmill because it's, you know, I see so many people and it's the, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this and I'm going to do this and I'm, I'm ready and I'm getting ready to get ready, especially in business. You know, it's going into even a new career. I see it with newer agents. Um, they're so they're so locked in on the business card and creating the website. 
Whereas that's not going to bring you business, nor is it going to build your foundation. Like, let's get to the bottom of you want a business card. Well, what message are you putting out to the world as a business person? Mm -hmm. How do you want clients to feel? What value are you offering them as a new real estate agent? What What does that look like? What it's almost like the substance behind everything. How are you designing a website when you don't know what kind of a business person you want to be? What kind of a real estate agent do you want to be? What areas do you want to work in? So everyone is rushing to the next step before actually creating a foundation for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to watch because you almost sound I, some days when I'm having interviews with newer agents, I feel like the grim reaper. Cause I'm like, Whoa, let's pull it back and let's go back to the beginning. And now let's work and build. And I keep explaining to them. It's like a wall we're building with bricks. You know, we've got to have the first layer and then we're going to add the second layer, but they kind of want to get to the top of the wall, which you and I both know will crumble If there's nothing supporting it. And that's why I always say, build yourself first, get clear with yourself. This is why it's so important. I don't care if it's business, if it's a relationship, whatever, whatever avenue you're moving in, in life, if you don't build you, you first, somebody else is going to choose that for you. And they're going to, to put their belief systems and narratives onto you, which you're just Mm going to take in because you don't even know what you want. So you have to get clear. You have to start with self. It's the most important thing. And once you can fine tune that and get crystal clear on where you want to go, everything else is just, it's easy. It really is. So true. It's so true. And it's, you know, uh, the other thing I always talk about it in knowing yourself and being mindful of what you're like and what I find are your triggers. Mm -hmm. I find that a lot of people, especially in business, but also relationships and just generally these days, um, they, they react so quickly these days. And I'm finding it's a lot of negative reaction to anything, you know, what's going on in the news, something that's posted on social media. I mean, those keyboard warriors, when they start commenting on anything that they see, it's very, very reactionary, you know, and if they were to just stop for a moment and just say, well, why is that person writing that? You know, what, what is the message that they're trying to bring beyond that? Whereas this jumping to conclusions or judgments or that because of a reaction, this is one of the things that I've taught agents here for years is when you get that email or you get a phone call or a text from a client and the text says, we need to talk, (laughs) right? I mean, uh, you're the first thing your mind's going to say is, oh no, what happened? What did I do? Whatever, right? You are jumping the gun where it could actually be, Hey, we need to talk, but we can't understand tone in a message or an email. So we start to become reactionary and aren't really sure, you know, they get on the phone and now it's a defense mechanism defending yourself. And I keep, one thing I keep saying over and over is, well, hang on a second. We are defensive if we've done something wrong. Maybe they're just asking a question. Just listen to what the problem is. And I think even in relationships, we will jump the gun. 
You know, someone says, well, well, why is that there? Well, what do you mean? Why is that there? And, you know, you'll start reacting rather than just saying, oh, well, that's there because of this. Okay, done. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, all of these things, once you get to know yourself and that word self-awareness, I have found in, in, in reading books about it and, and podcasts and so on, I've learned a lot about myself in, um, calming. I remember once I read something and it said, right now, look at how you are. Are are your shoulders tense? Are your hands like, you know, in fists? What's your, you know, and when you actually stop and look at how you are, you'd be like, oh my God, yeah, I am tense. And it's stopping and to be in the moment. And I know that you'll understand this is that when you stop and just be in the moment for a moment, you start to realize that you are all over the place. You're either thinking of the past or you're thinking of the future, Mm -hmm. but you're not actually concentrating on what's happening right now, which is why you can't hear or hear or listen to what the person in front of you is actually saying, because your mind is already going a million miles a minute. And that's most people right now, you know, and that's why, like, I took a little break from social media for the last several weeks and it was the most beautiful experience. (laughs) You know, I had a lot going on and I'm just kind of resetting everything. And there's, there's no better way to, to show up every day than be present, focusing on where you're at. You have no control over the past. You have no control over the future. All you have is the moment right here and right now. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a, there's an ease with it, but you can still be intense and, and strong within that present state moment. It's just now, all your energy is funneled into the here and now. And that it, that's where you can really start making some major changes in your personal relationships and in business. Yes. So what do you think we should, if we were to give some tips about, let's go the business route, playing small, dimming your light in business, because I think that some people associate even maybe not having a lot of experience So you need to stay small Um, or you actually do have a lot of experience, but you're staying small out of fear of growth Mm -hmm. because you've never, let's say you've never had a team before, but you do want to build a team or you've never, uh, well, I've never sold 50 houses in one year. So I don't know how to do that. Well, if you can sell 10 and you can sell 20, then you can sell 50. Mm -hmm. So We'll start with you first. What would you say are some of the key points that someone should keep in mind if they want to move out of that comfort zone and stop playing small because it feels like you're holding yourself back? Mm-hmm. Well, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? So yes. if we're going to show up as our true authentic self, we're going to attract those people. I got into this uh, several months ago when I was looking at social media as we talked about this, you know, letting go of likes and views and all of that in comments. Like I am only concerned about attracting like-minded human beings. And so I don't care if somebody's not liking or watching or commenting on my video. All I care about is the ones that are. Mm -hmm. And so when I get into that mindset, it's so much easier to show up as my authentic self, because now I know 
what my goal is, what my purpose is, what my mission is. And I'm fully living my true authenticity. And I know that the reason why is because I'm trying to attract that same back to me. And that's the only concern I'm, I only, uh, you know, thing I'm concerned about is that moment. Um, and with that, uh, what second part was just, just taking action more than anything and stop overthinking it. And, uh, third is aligning, aligning myself with people that have done it. Mm-hmm. If I don't know, if I'm somebody who doesn't know how to sell a hundred homes, I'm going to go to the person who has sold a hundred homes. Yes. If I, if I want to grow a massive team, I'm going to go to somebody who's grown a massive team. And yes. so it's, it's finding that expert within your niche that you want to duplicate, replicate, model and modify, and mm-hmm. just take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I love all of that that you said. I I completely agree, especially with the social media. You know, um, when I decided that a couple of years back that when I post on social media, I'm okay if only one person sees it and I somehow affected them positively, then I'm good because that was my goal was can I impact one person today? So, you know, looking for the 50 likes or a hundred likes, it, sometimes people just like, because everyone else liked it. Yes. And, and, you know, and that's not who I'm looking for. No. And I think that, you know, whether it's social media and it's a personal thing, or whether even if it's in business, in the people that we choose to do business with, they will be attracted. You know, I have so many people still say to me, well, you know, I've got a business page and a personal page. And what do I do with the both of them? I said, but aren't they both you? And they say, yes. And I said, well, then you can share content because we call it a business page and we think that all we should do are post houses on it or mortgage facts and things like that. But it's not true because the people who are visiting your business page want to know who they're doing exactly. business with. <laughs> so why are you not sharing some of that? I understand that you do have a personal page and you put a lot of your family stuff on there, but I think that that the public also need to know that you're a person behind your facade, we'll call it your business facade, and that you know the title of real estate agent or mortgage broker or whatever your title is, it's a title but you're still the person doing it. So show people who you are. Well, right. And I want to, I want to do relation. I want to do business with people that I, I like, you know, I don't care how many homes you've sold. What kind of person are you? I mean, that's, that's more important to me than anything. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, There's, there's something that I came across yesterday and I really, you know, sometimes something just hits you and it said, um, never look up to anyone, never look down at anyone, just look at them where they're at. That's it. You know, I think that so often we, we play small because we're looking up to people saying, well, I wish I could be there, but it doesn't mean they're there. It just means they're further along the same road Mm -hmm. you are on. And, you know, looking down at people again, why are you looking down? They're just not at the same place where you are at. Mm -hmm. We're all actually along the same line It's just some of us are further along and some of us have chosen to remain where we are. Exactly. Ed Milet was just talking about this on our Arte syndicate 
call this past Wednesday. Same thing. Really? You know? Yeah. The same concept. It's just, it's irrelevant. You know, everyone's on their own journey and their own path. Yes. And, at, you know, who are you to say, well, the, you were once over there, you know, you were once yeah. broke and poor and all this, whatever, and you've evolved and you've gotten to here and, and, and for the guy who's, you know, further along where you're at, there's, yeah, the, the mentality is kind of distorted, you know, oftentimes when, when people view it as such. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think this might be a great place to, um, to stop today's conversation or pause today's conversation and, um, maybe concentrate on that idea of perfection, right? The perfect life the perfect relationship, the perfect business, all of that perfection that we think exists um, might be a nice topic to talk about next week and um, and what that looks like. There's one thing I would love to, um, to remind people of. And again, it's something that I heard. So, and I posted it once on my page, I think, where someone dies and they go up to heaven and they're standing beside God and God pulls out their phone. He says, can you give me your phone? And they say, okay. So he gives them their phone and he starts playing the video of their life. And he says, does this look like the life that you wanted to create? Or do you feel like there was still more to do and why didn't you do it? And I think that if more people thought about that, you know, the, the time that your life flashes by you, does it look like the way you had envisioned it? Or could you have played bigger to make it the life, a life reimagined, mm-hmm. you know, making the impossible possible and start today, like stop putting it off in the future. You're going to keep doing that. So start today. And what is it that you can do today right now to position yourself towards that goal, that dream of where you want to be? I mean, it's, it, it's the smallest of things and start stacking those small wins and celebrate them every day. Maybe it's waking up 10 minutes earlier, you know, maybe it's going to the gym for five minutes. It doesn't matter what it is. Just start today. Yes. And enjoy the little things in life, yes. like maple coffee and decaffeinated tea. <laughs> and decaffeinated tea. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Happy Make Friday. it a beautiful day. Embrace life. We'll see you next Friday. Much love. Much love.